you know, anything can happen. As Shay said, just the right time is, is now. Welcome to the Fluorescence Podcast. I am your host, Felicia All. The aim of the game here is that these insightful conversations will empower you to expand your mind so that you are one step closer to living your dream life. Fluorescence means to develop richly and fully, and I hope each episode inspires you to do just that. Let's get into it. Hello everyone, I hope you are having the most beautiful start to your week. I am super excited to bring you this episode today, which is a couples episode actually, and I really wanted to bring Shay and Daniel on from Against the Grind to see what both of their perspectives are on this dream life that they are trying to create. I often bring individual people on and get them to speak about what they're doing individually, but it was so cool to see how they are both working towards the same thing together, but at the same time still trying to reach their goals as individual people as well, which I think is really important to know. So this episode, we talk about so much goodness. We chatted about how the school system tries to put you into this certain path when you leave school and how you can kind of steer away from that so you can actually experience what life is. And we talk a lot about ditching the nine to five and how digital business is a lot more common now and their Instagram page is sharing that journey with all their followers. So a super dynamic chat and it's one where I feel like you'll all get so much value out of. So I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the Fluorescence podcast, everyone. I have two very special guests on today, and this is my first couple I've actually ever interviewed, which I'm really excited for. I've followed both Shay and Daniel for probably close to a year now, and I just thought it would be really cool to get them on the potty and get them to offer some wisdom, advice, and inspire you all. So welcome, Shay and Daniel. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Awesome. Yeah, thank you for being here. So little icebreaker question to start us off. This can be maybe you guys have a quote that you both love or something individually, but I want to know what is your favorite quote and why? Um, Yeah, so (laughs) my my quote that I like is um, we we all have two lives, but the first one starts when we realize we only have one. Um, The second one begins. Yeah. I always get this this quote confused. It's, we have two lives, and the second one begins when we realize we only have one. Yeah, um, I know that quote. That's a good one. And the reason why is more so because of the way the sort of experiences that we've had in the last sort of two to three years um, have really come into our own and realized that you know um, the the way that we 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 were brought up to live wasn't necessarily the way that we want to be continuing our lives. Um, and we sort of realised that, you know, there's other ways to <clears throat> find your passions and uh, get to where we want to go. So that, that that quote really speaks to me on that sort of level, um, mm. just be what's happened in our own lives recently. Yeah. Um, and my similar but different, one of my favourite quotes is, the right time is now. The right time is now, yeah, because I just feel like so many people put off the things that they want to do and because they feel like the time isn't right when really the time's never going to be right. Um, sometimes we just have to lean into the fear and just take the leap, um, whether that's you don't feel like you have enough money to, you know, start a new venture or, you know, you want to put off that holiday to next year. You just never know what's going to happen. 
and I think it's just important to just you know go for it when you feel that urge to do, pull to do something um I know it can be scary but yeah there's never going to be a right time mm, that's so true like we're never going to be ready for something but I feel like we are especially like in the school system we are I guess kind of trained to do something when it's like comfortable and certain and we know it's going to be okay but that's like in real life that is not the case at all so I love both of those quotes and yes something that I really took away from yours Daniel is like we just cannot take anything for granted at all right like you just have no idea when your life is going to flip upside down and so all we have is today right so just go for it kind of actually goes off sort of what happened to me I kind of had a bit of a pretty serious health scare in 2017 where I had um a heart tumor I'm all good now I wasn't so I had open heart surgery or keyhole open heart so that kind of really put it into perspective for me that you know I was literally fine two weeks before I got um diagnosed with all this and I was traveling in Thailand and then I came home and that happened and it was really just put into perspective that like you know anything can happen um and you know as Shay said, just the right time is is now. Like you've just got to do what you want to do now, not get to the end of your life and have regret. So yeah, really. Yeah, I'm sure that could have been quite scary. And thank you for for sharing that with us. I think like especially with like health health scares, it's quite like a, a jarring thing. You're like, holy shit, I didn't think that was going to happen to me. And this is my life now. So yeah, totally agree with you on that. Before we jump into anything else, we'll get you to explain a bit about both of your stories. So just love to know um, what both of your backgrounds are and and then also explain what Against the Grind is as well and the purpose behind that. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll start off. Um, I Back when I was in school, I was really interested in um, like fashion. So I thought I'm going to become a fashion designer. So I studied hard, did all the art subjects, did really well in school, um, got into my university degree, studied, got an internship in uni um, and with my favourite brand, then ended up getting a job and just worked my way up and landed my dream role pretty quickly, um, which was a dream come true. And, you know, I just thought, this is it. I'm set for life. This is what I've always wanted. And then a couple of years into that role, I was kind of just had this dis-ease and I just thought, is this it? And I kind of looked around to the colleagues who I worked with and I just thought, you know, is this what I'm doing for the rest of my life? Um, I was, you know, driving an hour in traffic, getting up before the crack of dawn, driving an hour to work, working mm-hmm. huge hours, driving an hour home. And there was just no time in life anything else and I quickly felt that passion slip away um, that I initially had when I went into that role and yeah that's when I started kind of looking for different ways of earning an income because I wanted to travel and I wanted to experience different things in life but when you're working a full-time job you only have four weeks of a year to actually Mm. do the things you Mm. want to do and calculation and it turned out that if you add up all your annual leave over like a standard maybe 40 year career you only have a total of three years off to do the things you want to do and that really yeah that was really a shock to the system um so that's when I kind of started looking for other ways and at the same time you know Daniel and I were kind of going through that journey together and um he can explain a little bit about his story but yeah yeah, um well yeah I was similar to showers 
um, apart from a fashion designer, was a, a tradie electrician, um, qualified electrician. And yeah, I, 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 I don't know, I guess I wasn't really, I was passionate about it, but I think that was something that I, you know, when you're going through school and stuff, you kind of, uh, you don't really truly know yourself. So that's something that I kind of thought I would enjoy. So I did that and um, got to sort of the end of my apprenticeship and realised that maybe it wasn't really the right trade. Maybe I should have gone down the carpentry route. So I always had that sense of disease over my career and whatnot. Um, and then, yeah, I kind of had that issue that happened with my heart. Um, and that put it a bit into perspective because I was like, you know, something could suddenly happen and, you know, I'd have this regret of, you know, not doing something that I really enjoy. Um, and it's not that I didn't enjoy being an electrician. It was just kind of a bit dull. Um, and then Shay and I, um, yeah, and all the days kind of just sort of like blurred into one and, it was just a bit, yeah, dull. But then Shay and I went travelling and that's when I really saw um, the world and realised that, you know, there's a lot more out there than just being a sparky. <clears throat> yeah, so we backed a yeah. little bit. We we both came to a point where we were both so exhausted. Daniel had fought, like, fallen asleep at the wheel a couple of times yeah. on the way home. And- <laughs> this is too much. So we... Um, not, we both- not like, sorry, not like really not badly. bad. I- some days I actually had to pull over and had have a 15-minute power nap, but it was getting to that point where, like, I would get up before the break of dawn and, like, drive to work and hours to work, same as Shane. On the way home, I'd just be so exhausted that I just mm. couldn't. So that's when we realised that something well, drastic needed to change. So that's when we both said, yeah, well, we both quit our jobs, we packed up our things, and we went to Europe and we both went with our friends and mm. did what, you know, the travel around Europe. And we met up and we decided to go to London. So we just had our backpacks. We landed in London, pretty much spent all of our money in Europe. Um, so <laughs> it was just, yeah, it was definitely an adventure. Yeah. But that's, I'd already started looking for some education in, um, you know, learning the skills so I could work from anywhere. Mm. So that was mainly marketing kind of skills and so I'd already started that education and then it was what wasn't until we got over there that I like tried to get Daniel yeah. on board to take a look. Shay I was a typical guy who was just like you know you've got to work and earn your money and Shay kept telling me about this this sort of different way of earning income and I was like oh no nah, I can't see myself doing that and then we got to London and I was like maybe I will just have a look at some of the training and then you know just snowballed from there and I guess that's where we started against the grind or Shay had already started it. And like, at that point I was like, all right, well, I'll be behind the scenes. You can be the face of it. Cause I, I don't want to have my face anywhere. And then sure enough, it completely changed now what it is today. Um, and yeah, it's actually, I don't know. I, I'm happy that it's how it is now. Cause you know, it's really grown us as humans. Um, it's, people yeah so that's where against the grand came from so what against the grand is is us sharing the mindset and actual tactics into how to create more freedom within your life so what that looks like what actual skills what kind of jobs you can do to work from anywhere or work on your own schedule um because we found we saw a lot of people Mm. on instagram traveling and living this awesome life we didn't really see many people kind of explaining how mm. like what it actually takes to get to that point like, and there yeah. actually is a lot of different things yeah. you can do 
Um, so that's kind of, we're still in the early stages, but we want to, you know, create some courses and things like that, just teaching you the real tactics yeah. into, yeah, what grow, like how to live more fully, how to experience mm. life more and how to have more time in your life. Mm, I love that. And what I, I actually think I came across you guys from one of your ads um, that you did, so paid off. Um, mm. But I just think it's so unique to have, like a, watch a couple go through this journey like I, I feel like I follow a lot of people that is just the individual and it's cool to see how you are navigating this journey as a couple and like I feel like um my partner and I who's also whose name is also Daniel uh, we're quite similar to you guys in that like we have that drive and motivation for more and we still live in in like our hometown area and I just have been feeling like this weird niggle recently that we're surrounded by people like that aren't giving us what we need to like progress and move further and so I think Instagram and social media how it comes in and that kind of aspect is like we get to interact with people like you and others that are on this journey and so that we can see that hey that's actually possible and it can be done so true Yeah. yeah I mean, when we started, um, we got a little, like, lovingly, but our friends, especially Daniel's friends, kind of gave him a little bit of shit over what we were doing because it's not, you know. Yeah, it's not like the standard sort of. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, you've just got to really just put that aside because, you know, what's what's worse, you, you worrying about what people think about you or you doing something that, you know, you love. Mm-hmm. Um, or not something that you love sorry um, and that's how I weighed it up in my head but you know like now they're fine and they're supportive because they actually see what I'm doing is you know generating a bit of you know um, passion for us and we we're, we're moving forward in it so if they're your true friends they'll eventually come around they, I think it's normal for them to give you crap at the start mm-hmm. but, yeah, it is but it is. yeah we agree Instagram's been a really amazing tool mm-hmm. to connect to people who are on the same yeah. level and to get it. I and think it's how you use it, really. Yeah, it? yeah. Mm. Get over your own fear, put yourself out there, then you naturally connect mm. and attract other people who are on the same path like yourself. A hundred percent. Yeah, I think like with like your friends and family, I think it's just a new perspective, you know, that they, yeah, they literally know nothing about. And so to them, it's uncertain, it's risky. It's like, what are you doing? And, and I felt that a lot on my journey as well and they do eventually come around and like give you a pat on the back for whatever you're doing but yeah like Instagram's so good but I want to get to a point where we actually get to physically hang out with people like you and like COVID obviously makes it very hard to want to travel and and do all the things and this actually um, nicely transitions into the next question so you guys mentioned you did a little bit of travel right and so I've done like a very minimal amount of travel in my lifetime and I wish I did more before COVID like I so desperately wish I just explored and Daniel and I have actually never been anywhere together and like we've never traveled overseas together which I think will be quite a powerful step in our relationship that I'm hoping to do at some point (laughs) once all this COVID stuff is gone but I'd love to know what you guys believe travel teaches you that like school and university can't. I guess as cliche as it is, it just teaches you things about, you know, it teaches you real life. Like Shane and I were talking the other day about sort of our experiences traveling and stuff. And, you know, you might 
miss a train and which will lead you to missing your flight. And that'll be a really big issue because, you know, you're not going to make the next part of your journey and money wasted and stuff. And it really puts into perspective that, you know, being 15 minutes late back home to a meeting or catching up with your friends isn't really that big of an issue. So it kind of puts into perspective, I think, um, things that, you know, you would have really thought is a big issue here, but in reality it's not. It's like school when you are so stressed about that, that English exam for so long when you're overseas and you're yeah. like, you know, in Tuscany and Italy and you're learning about a 100-year-old winery, like, it just puts the world into perspective when you're meeting new people from different cultures, that English exam, mm. look look back now and I think about that stress and it's just so irrelevant to yeah. my life now. Um, but, you know, when you're in that environment, when you, you're so regimented with your day at school, you're with the same people mm. every day, you kind of just end up in this bubble and I think travel really helps to burst that bubble mm. and help you to yeah. see the bigger picture especially if you stay at like hostels and stuff you you really are forced to get out of your comfort zone and actually speak to other people because depending on what hostel if you've got your own private room or if you're staying in a room with people you actually have to integrate with those people and you really actually learn that there are a lot of interesting people in the world apart from just those people in your little bubble mm. back home. how many people feel so alone in mm. high school because you're only you kind of just put with these people for such a long time and if you don't really connect with those people mm. you can feel really lonely and you feel or you feel kind of out of place I guess and traveling helps you to see that though no, you're not alone there are, there are lots of people mm. who are on the same level as you it's mm. just about finding those people and yeah you do belong even if you don't feel like it when mm. you're in school which I think a lot of people go through mm. Mm. I guess it kind of like brings you back like down to earth in a way you realize that there's this big badass world out there and there's so much to explore and it's like wow a lot of the trivial shit that I worried about at home doesn't really matter at all that yeah that's so cool and I guess like for me personally like in I was I was someone that thrived in like the traditional education system like I got really good grades I was really good blah 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 and I don't know where I got this mentality from it was such tunnel vision but I was like I'll go through school go through uni and I'll just hustle hard and learn 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 and then once I leave uni I'll never have to learn again like I literally thought that was the case and I like I busted my ass like I sacrificed so much from like probably like 15 to like 22 years old I was just in the books you know and I sacrificed friendships and relationships and things because I just thought if I worked really really hard now then it would set me up and I'd be sweet and that totally wasn't the case at all and it, it led to some quite extreme like burnout periods in my life and so I just think like the traditional education system is slowly crumbling that that's what I personally believe and I I'm grateful that I went through that experience like it's made me who I am today but I feel like we can learn so much more from experiences so much more from doing the work or seeing the things yeah. I mean the the traditional classroom with the board and the teacher up the front and all the seats hasn't changed in I think 100 years they say mm. it's just why yeah I, in school at, at least what I how I went when I went to school we only had two weeks of work experience the whole of school and a lot of people just tried to find somewhere they could go just be who would take them and I just 
that's just so wild. How are you supposed to know what you want to do when you've only had two weeks in, in a real working environment? Mm. So I know that um, I, I believe that we should have a, like one or two years where we're trying out lots of different, you know, roles and in different industries and interacting with yeah. people in a real working environment. But, yeah, I just think, yeah, I was the same with school. I got the curriculum, knew exactly what they were testing for, studied for it. I remember writing out, um, downloading old exams off the internet and just writing out the best answers. And it was just rote memory. And I yeah. just thought, this is what life's about. I could have covered. This is so easy. Um, and it's just not the case. Like I've, yeah, it's just not the case in real life. It's not that easy. Another issue, like you said, with school is, you know, you, you study so hard and school puts so much pressure on you to find, you know, your career that's meant to set you up for the rest of your life when you're such a young age, but you don't know yourself at that age. Like, like you said, you've got to do, you know, go through experiences and that's how you find who you are. And that's, I guess, what travel has taught me personally. And I think Shay as well, I think teaches most people is you, you find out who you actually are, what your interests are, like, you know, who you are as a person. And once you know that, then you can figure out what you want to do. That's kind of what, how I realised that being a Sparky wasn't something that I wanted to do. Um, now I'm really passionate about creating um, videos and photography and stuff. And that's completely different to um, being a Sparky. But I guess, yeah, it's, it's something that we're forced to do in year 11 and 12. And it's just like, it's just so wrong. Okay, I want to backtrack a little bit with you, Shay, around like the whole fashion design thing, right? Because I feel like we... We have this, you said it was your dream, dream role, dream career, whatever. And isn't it like, I find it so ridiculous how like we're so pressured, like in school, like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do for the rest of your life? And this is kind of piggybacking uh, what you just said, Daniel. And I, I personally felt that so hard. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to figure it out right now. And I'm sure a lot of other young people did as well. And when I was getting to the end of high school, I was like, shit, I can't, I can't do a gap year. I was like, if I do that, then I'm going to graduate later and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to be put behind. So I'll just go straight into uni. And I ended up studying, I did an undergraduate in Bachelor of Business, major in economics. Don't know why I fucking hate calculus, but the um, teacher in first year was cool. So I was like, okay, whatever, I'll just do it. And then eventually went on to do environmental management which I I did have a passion for like helping the earth and helping people learn how to conserve resources etc and now I work in marketing so completely like so different and what you just said before as well Daniel around like how you're interested interested in content creation and stuff like so am I and I'm sure you are as well Shay and I remember at school I was like I told myself the story for the longest time that I wasn't creative because I couldn't like paint or do the traditional art in art class. And now I, I know that you can be creative in so many other different ways. And I think that's something really cool that's come out of technology and social media as well. Yeah, hundred percent. So true. Yeah. I think everyone's creative in their own ways. Um, it's just about, you know, digging deep and it all comes down so people in school, in an art class, if one person's painting is better than theirs, then you create that, you know, that subconscious belief, oh, I'm not creative and that's it. Mm. I think it's, yeah, important to kind of dig deep into those, um, into those experiences that we've had and often that will tell the tale for our beliefs later on. Mm. Um, 
yeah, I agree. I mean, a lot of my friends have gone into university um, courses straight out of high, um, straight out of high school, and then I think most of them have ended up switching and changing because it's not what they want to do. They just pick something because it's what they thought they wanted to do, and then you end up with a huge bill as mm-hmm. well, with a huge debt that you you know that you're not even using, um, and it's just really frustrating. It's really frustrating that they don't encourage you to take a gap year to figure out what you really want to do. Um, yeah, it really makes me angry. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> um, let's move on to the next question. So I want you guys to imagine you're at the very start of your personal development journey. You're just getting started. And I want to know what advice you would give to someone in that position. They're just starting to con- take control of their life or finances or maybe just thinking about it or they watched a video or read a book or something what advice would you give to that person don't be afraid to invest in sort of yourself and like, mm. you know, do due diligence research like if there's a course or something out there that you think might help you don't be afraid to to go down that route obviously do your research make sure that it's a proper course because there's a lot of shit out there but yeah i think that's the one thing because the most valuable investment you can you know invest in is learning and like yourself so <clears throat> i think we've bought that many courses that we've got a stack of them in you know the library that we still need to get around to but at the end of the day they're not going anywhere and that knowledge is always gonna once we attain it it'll you know repay that investment 10 times so yeah and off the back of that just to stay curious mm. There is also so much free information online yeah. and also free like books um, that you can download online, like older books, like Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon mm. Hill, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, Richest Man in Babylon. I think they're three really amazing books to get started with and you can download them for free online um, or a couple of them you can because they're just so old or listen to them on YouTube. I think all three of those are free on YouTube. And just to learn those three books at have definitely changed our life mm. and it's so accessible um and so it's just yeah staying curious when you hear something you're interested about do a little bit of research um yeah mm. I think those yeah and I mean also like with, with this sort of stuff me personally I was never good in school I could never sit down and read or anything but when I knew that this sort of stuff was going to better my future and help me progress I I you know I, I can sit down and read even though I'm not very good at it, but, you know, I, um, I, I can sit down and read or I can sit down and learn because I know these are going to progress me forward. So I guess, you know, when you, you realise the, the, the benefit, it's going to help you um, get into it a bit more, if that makes sense. Awesome. Yeah, those are both great pieces of advice. And I think something that I feel like we can all take away is, like, there's no, like, one size fits all for this journey. Like, what you were just talking about, Daniel, I personally like love reading a hard copy book. Like I hate audiobooks, but my partner, Daniel loves them. You know, that's what he thrives off and he listens to when he's at the gym and whatever. But if I listen to an audiobook, then I'm just going to be thinking about all these other things and not actually absorb the information. And I think that's important for people to remember because they'll watch someone on Instagram and they'll think that's the only path. And some of it might not really feel right and then it might kind of stop them in their track so I think it's just about like finding what feels good for yeah for the individual person yeah 100 
Definitely agree. Yeah, that, like that's exactly right. We're very different. I like reading a hardcover book as well, whereas Daniel would prefer to listen. Yeah. So it's like to follow. Yeah, yeah. Don't dismiss yourself as not being interested in something just because you don't like doing what someone else mm. is doing. It is definitely a personal journey. Mm, for sure. Cool. All right. Final question for the app, and I want to know what is your guys' big vision for twenty twenty two. Um, we've got a few things on the, the vision board. Yeah, I think we, we have a lot of things that we want to do. So I think we need to kind of narrow it down, mm. narrow our focus. But um, we definitely want to keep building on against the grind and bringing really valuable content to our audience and helping as many people as possible. Mm. So that's definitely a huge focus for us. Um, focus on helping people learn how they can sort of attain this sort of happiness that we've gone for themselves. Especially um, after the last two years. Yeah. I mean, it's been hard. We found it hard because of, you know, we were in Melbourne for the whole of COVID. So we were locked down, I don't know. Yeah. It, was almost, it felt like the whole time. So it was really hard to speak about this feeling of freedom and travel when it was just so out of reach at that time. Mm-hmm. So we're feeling like a lot lighter now and ready to, you know, yeah, bring that message back. Yeah. For those that don't know, we moved from Melbourne and we're now living. Queensland, um, yeah, so right near the beach, so it's yeah. really nice walking straight down to, to walk straight down to the beach and have that right there. So yeah, um, um, so that's yeah. a our big focus, and then we're also just in the process of starting a media company. Um, we which came off the back of my grandpa just turned ninety, and we sat him down. My brother's a um, cameraman, he's really good with his videography, so we sat him down and interviewed him about his life. Cool. We put together like 25 minute um, little documentary I guess about his life and it was just so powerful we sat him down and showed it to him he's a really hard man and he had he was bawling his eyes out watching it he was just Mm. so and we learned our whole family learned things about him that we never knew Mm. um and we just found that so powerful and it made us want to be able to give this gift to other people and help other people to tell their story so yeah. like encapsulating someone's memory and having that forever like all our <clears throat> parents and stuff they've just got photos or their own stories where we've got the technology to encapsulate them actually speaking so you know they we can show our grandchildren and they can pass it on and they can actually hear it from the person who's saying it we think yeah. that's really powerful so that's that's really funny actually I just did that with my grandparents like I it doesn't sound as like cool and high tech as yours but yeah I set my camera up and did a little interview and they were they were so interesting to talk to like they wrote all these notes down and they wanted to make sure they were answering the question and I was like we're just having a chat all right just sit down have a chat and just pretend the camera's not there and it's so fun as well right I feel like it's a really cool bonding exercise and the reason I did it too was so that we have that like I love my grandparents so much and I wanted to have that whenever I miss them when they're not when they're not here anymore that I can refer back to that so that that's real cool it's so special it's just having a video it's Mm. just I, I never met my either of my grandmas and I just think it would be so amazing to have a video to actually just hear them speak and yeah you know they are mm. um yeah video is just so powerful in that way so especially because back when they were you know growing up times were completely different so it's awesome to hear like like Shay's grandpa was telling us about how he remembered the first light that was switched on in his house 
and for us it's just like ridiculous <laughs> people light and we're like how are you lighting everything it's like oh like kerosene lamps and stuff they're like what do you mean yeah like, it's so, so crazy. crazy how quickly things mm. have changed yeah. yeah and they have so much wisdom as well yeah that we just it's, it's so important to capture yeah. and learn from i think mm. yeah that is so true. Wow, exciting. It sounds like you guys have some some epic things on the horizon for this year. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we uh, have enough time to focus our attention on the right thing, but we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Well, what you guys were just talking about, I definitely feel like 22, I feel like there's this lighter, more high vibe energy that is here at the moment that we haven't really had in the past couple of years. And I feel like the past couple of years will be, so integral to our personal development going forward like it is so hard to be like yes freedom we want this we want that when we're literally locked down in our homes and in our countries and feeling restricted to do what we actually want to do so I I hope that this year is is turning a new leaf and we actually get to do the things we want to do yeah no that's agreed yeah I think it really really helped a lot of people get out of their funk as well and you know and I, I think it, this this time has actually taught a lot of people maybe to reevaluate or it actually has shown a lot of people that maybe they should reevaluate the you know the path that they've been taking so mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of my friends who <clears throat> you know I wouldn't never see in the gym their, their fitness freaks now or you know have completely changed the leaf in their book um that's even the same. <laughs> um, yeah, turn, turn a page in there. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's in a way, as bad as it is, there have, have been some upsides to it, I think. Yeah, I definitely think there has been some blessings, if you can say that. And like, it has made people think like, especially like with lockdowns and like tradies, you know, like you can't work. So you're just chilling at home for weeks or months and you're like, fuck, I don't actually want to go back to work. And then it actually makes you think like, shit, what else can I do? And like the whole working from home thing is great as well. Like I get to do two days from home and it just makes the my working week not so intense. Like I didn't really have a big commute. It's only 20 minutes each way, but it's still nice to just sit at home, do what I need to do, do a few chores and everything like that. And yeah, I think that's something we definitely wouldn't have got if there wasn't COVID like employees used to be so scared about people working from home and that we were just going to fuck around but now they were forced to do it a lot of people's um productivity and has improved so that's cool yeah Yeah. an hour before you need to go to work you can you can just get up on a half an hour make yourself a coffee and just go sit in your pajamas or (laughs) wear a pajama pants or something yeah yeah exactly cool guys well it's been an absolute pleasure having the both of you on here and i just want to say a big thank you for for giving us your time and imparting all your knowledge and wisdom on us thank you so much it's been really fun yeah thank you so much for spending time with me and investing time into yourself what a testament to your growth and future you if you loved this ep, please leave me a review and connect with me on Insta. I can't wait to have you a part of the fluorescence community.